0: what's going on everyone welcome to another exciting episode of Forever News. in today's episode we've got some stories to talk about in case you aren't subscribed you definitely should do so subscribe down there hit the bell to get all notifications that way you'll always be notified and get the For never news i got all the scoop definitely subscribe hit that bell and enjoy okay people so first on the agenda we got the top 50 best-selling manga of the week so we're gonna be talking about that we got the weekly shonen magazine author comments can't wait horrible news (laughs) coming out of demon sarah season two mind you when i say horrible like I'm sure every episode from this upcoming season is going to look gorgeous. And I'm sure for people that haven't watched Mugen Train, it's going to be an experience and all that jazz. However, the latest confirmation about something regarding the upcoming season or the season that is currently airing now um, is not that thrilling all around. But we're going to get into it. Very, very disappointing news for Worlds End Harem, the anime that was supposed to debut this season that was already said to be very controversial. Yeah, um, delayed out the wazoo. We're going to talk about it. The unfortunate passing of the composer of the Dragon Quest series. Very unfortunate stuff. We got some words from Tatsuki Fujimoto, the author of Chainsaw Man, from one of the latest works that he released, alongside Chainsaw Man catching a big W that I wanted to note because I love Chainsaw Man, and anytime it catches a W, I'm here for it. Author of Inuyasha, Rumiko Takahashi, recently took a win, getting inducted into a certain section of... Uh, notoriety so we'll be talking about that we got the top 10 selling series for the week for manga great news for series like black clover and a few others regarding the upcoming jump festa it was a little bit worrisome around these parts here but the latest announcement is, is pretty good it's pretty good so we'll get into it horrible news for wit studio the studio behind the first three seasons of attack on titan they also did villain saga things aren't sounding great and that also confirms probably why A lot of the staff recently have uh, said to have been moved over to a different studio to work on Vinland Saga, but we're going to talk about it because its days could be very well numbered. And if I was a billionaire or even a hundred millionaire, I'd probably go over there and save them, but I'm not hey we're gonna change that one day though we got a recap regarding the dragon ball super latest release of trailer for the upcoming film the 2022 movie dragon ball super superhero yeah very very huge news regarding the yashihime princess half demon anime returning with season two and its massive premiere that yeah it was beating out a lot of big heavy hitters in the anime watching space we'll talk pretty cool news for one piece getting a giant statue we'll dive more into exactly what's going on there, but... That's always a really dope thing and I'm not talking about like a figure statue. I'm talking about like no a statue in a town. Small but significant news regarding My Hero Academia and the upcoming issue of Shonen Jump. Big update for Ranger Reject. I'm sure there's not that many fans of Ranger Reject but for the few of you out there that were wondering. Hey I wonder when it's going to return. I got some good news for you regarding Ranger Reject. Very unfortunate news for Fire Force fans. It's that time people. It's that time entering the ending of fire force we'll dive more into that one biz media decided to shock the world when it announced a ton of new releases that it has coming including naruto stuff death Note stuff yashahime princess stuff the promised neverland a certain rooster manga that i've joked around about the last year or so and a ton of stuff that we're gonna dive into we got the shonen jump author comments we got the first look at suguru geto from jujutsu kaisen zero's upcoming film the reveal is here for the 10th anniversary celebration of hunter hunter and boy is it very disappointing yeah and lastly mushoku tensei uh, just an update as to why it was delayed a week apparently due to animators but in a positive way so yeah without further ado people let's jump into another exciting episode of whatever you! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you know, get it. Done. No matter how you know, get it. Done. No matter how you know. Okay, people, let's kick things off with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week, the manga volumes in particular. Rounding out number 50, Tokyo Revengers Volume 6 with another 19.3, bringing it to 1.1 million. Moving up, I see more Tokyo Revengers up in here. Kimetsu no Yaiba back on the charts with the last volume, Volume 23, and that's probably due to, you know... The hype is coming, people. Demon Slayer Season 2 has begun with the first anime original episode. And there's a bunch more Tokyo Revengers on here. Then Volumes 40 or Places 40 through 31. Let's see. Again, a bunch more Tokyo Revengers up in here selling about 27,000. I wonder, now that the anime is over you know for now at the early season one how the volumes are going to sell moving forward are they going to be like you know still selling high for a while or once the anime you know completely is out of the way they're going to start falling off because they're still selling pretty freaking well and the anime ended a couple weeks ago now but it still could be on that high we've got to wait another couple weeks then again if people are really hooked on the manga chapters right now because the manga right now is at the climax it could continue to be skyrocketing and competition is very steep right now when it comes to who's going to be the number number one selling manga of the year and a couple of months left but then volume 30 through 21 again a bunch of tokyo revengers uh giant killing what's that about i don't know that kind of looks interesting so twenty-four thousand and it's Second week, I'm imagining, bringing it to 94,000. Then volumes 20 through 11. Okay, Blue Period, which I want to say that first episode dropped. I need to check that out. I'm slacking on that one. I've been checking out almost all the new seasonal anime, having a blast. But I got to check out Blue Period because I've heard great things. One Piece still on the charts. Kaiju number 8 still on the charts as well. Not too bad. One Piece will probably hit 2 mil within the next month or so. Golden Kamui on there as well. Then the top 10, we got Shimatsu no Valkyrie, a.k.a. Record of Ragnarok in 16 days total 245 bringing in 43 this week mobile suit gundam thunderbolt in four days not bad mobile suit gundam I, i'd always imagine it's like a, a nightmare trying to draw gundam in, in manga and that's probably why they don't really do a lot of mech manga because just imagine having the, the scale and all that stuff oh god but shout outs to whoever did the, the does it say the artist okay yeah mangaka yasuo otagaki oh they got three people on that project yeah then number six jujutsu kaisen whoa Ah. Uh, okay pre so <laughs> It kind of shocked me and scared me a little bit as a Jujutsu Kaisen fan. I was like, no, Gage, what are we doing debuting at number six? But this is people selling it before the street date release. Uh, and, and Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 17 did 72000 Thousand copies of people saying, "Yo, I got that new Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm not supposed to sell it to you, but I will." And that's why it says pre. goddamn damn, seventy-two thousand. So I-, I can't even imagine right now. But big big shouts. they're moving up, Disney Twisted Wonderland. Okay, I have no idea what the hell that is, but ninety thousand. Tokyo Revengers in seventeen days. Oh god, in its latest week, another hundred and twenty-five thousand, bringing it to almost eight hundred thousand copies sold. Big, big ups to Tokyo Revengers. Hanukkah Bound. Okay, that's uh, 126,000 in its first seven days. So it had a full week, and that's pretty freaking good sales. Not bad at all. Black Butler. And number one, Three got no Lion. But wow, almost 300,000 copies, 297 in five days. Not bad at all. Very interesting chart this week. A lot of kind of surprises and stuff like that. Of course they use tokyo Revengers all over the place but yeah cool stuff and those are the top 50 selling manga volumes of the week lads next up it's time for the weekly shonen magazine author comment starting off ken wakui author of tokyo Revengers. fall is the season for eating huh i've gained five kilos yeah n- not good but i mean i'm sure you just kick him back i can only imagine right now like yeah he's still hard at work drawing his manga of course because the manga's not over yet but Ooh that influx of bread got to be feeling good and he deserves it cuz Tokyo Revengers is freaking awesome. Then we got Hiromashima, author of Fairytale Slash Eden Zero. Tales of Arise is super good. It's really well made. I've been utilizing the mighty combining cup ramen technique. Okay, that's the new Tales series. Yeah, Tales of Arise. Uh, Hiromashima loves video games. Shoutouts to Hiromashima. I love seeing it, man. He's really entrenched in creating video games, playing video games, and working on multiple manga. Like, how does he do it? I don't know. He has a lot of assistance, though. He has said so. That probably helps. And we got Atsushi Okubo, author of fire force slash soul eater i got the second of the vaccinations i'm happy to say the side effects were limited to a 38.6 c Fever and some languidness. At least you're healthy. I'm glad for that. I'm glad that you didn't get too sick or anything like that because I've heard some very bad uh, horror stories about people that got the second shot. But yeah, shout outs to Atsushi Okubo. We got George Morikawa, author of Hajime no Ipo. It was amazing to see Kenshiro versus Yabuki. And wrapping things off, we got Nakabo Suzuki, author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Seven Deadly Sins as well. I'm still split on it right now, but I can say Supernatural's final episode might be the best or second best one and all the tv shows i've seen that kind of makes sense as to certain elements of, of his storytelling why he would love something like supernatural now that i think about it, not that i'm too familiar with supernatural so let me not be you know judgmental or anything like that but certain elements of his storytelling in particular like romance aspects that were pretty prevalent in it and romance to a certain degree is pretty prevalent in his stories but Charles Nakawa suzuki whatever makes you happy fam just do it up and uh yeah he he makes me kind of want to check out supernatural so kudos to him and those people were the weekly shonen magazine author comments always a joy always a pleasure we'll see you next time for them okay people so next up this news really really sucks because demon Slayer season two for me i've been highly anticipating continuing on i mean season one was incredible it was amazing the mugen train film incredible amazing i had such a great time watching it it was such a good movie great movie all of that jazz now initially when i heard that Season two was going to be basically starting off with a Mugen train re adaptation, or essentially using, I want to say it's the movie, but with additional scenes. So, essentially, a director's cut of the film cut up into episodes is essentially what the first six, or well, the first episode is an anime original episode, and that already aired. And then the following six episodes are basically the Mugen train with additional scenes, things like that, cut into make it flow very nicely as an anime TV series. And again, when I first heard about it, I was like, ugh. And I'm still like, "Uh." I liked the first episode. I actually had a pretty good time watching it. Essentially, it was the origin story of uh, Rengoku's Lunchbox. But nevertheless, it was a cool little episode. It was like 26 minutes, something crazy like that. So it was a little bit lengthy for a first episode. But I was like, all right, it looks good. The music was amazing. It was kind of dramatic when they were looking at his lunchbox. Again, I don't know what was the fascination with the lunchbox. But nevertheless, I really enjoyed it. The next six episodes are, again, going to be Mugen train however it looks like essentially and I want to say that this has already been kind of circulating around however it seems to be the case that season two of Demon Slayer is only slated for 18 episodes and out of those 18 episodes seven of them were dedicated or dedicated to the Mugen train that's right because the first episode is a prequel to Mugen train Then the following six are Mugen train so essentially season two if you want to continue on and you don't want to rewatch Mugen train you just want to go to the next stuff from the story you have 11 episodes of this season, and then you gotta wait again. It's time to wait again, and that is just like wow, they really did us dirty, and they really milking. Uh, let's just take a look at the article it says Demon Slayer season 2 listed with 18 episodes streaming service IQIY is listing Demon Slayer season 2 with 18 episodes season 2 of the highly anticipated anime premiered earlier today this was again written the day that the Rengoku anime original episode aired and screenshots was taken from the actual website that shows that uh, episode 1 of 18 had just aired so yeah it's looking official that there's only going to be 18 episodes I don't understand why they're doing all of this I mean I understand because let's just keep Real, they're milking it. Like you could say that you're happy about rewatching the Mugen Train extended with the anime. You could say all of that jazz. It doesn't change the fact that this is straight up a money play. This is all about money, and this is all about wasting our time essentially for money. Because at the end of the day, personally, I don't even want to rewatch the Mugen Train. Like I like that first episode. Do I really want to rewatch Mugen Train? If I'm bored on Sundays, sure, I'll I'll throw on the episode. Why not? If I'm bored, why why the hell not? Right? But that's ultimately not what I would ideally like. On top of that. Season 2 is legitimately, at the end of the day, if you don't want to rewatch stuff, only 11 episodes. 11 episodes. How we go from 24 godlike episodes to a recap in 11 episodes for season 2. Like, this kind of reminds me of Attack on Titan. They just remixed it a bit. Remember how Attack on Titan went from 25 gorgeous episodes season 1 to, like, 12 episodes season 2? This is a remix of it in in, in a major way of, like, yeah, 18 episodes, 7 are recaps, or, well, 6 are recaps, 1 is anime original, and then 11. And we don't even know what those 11, like, for all we know, it could be 10 Canon episodes and one filler episode or something like we don't know but we know that yeah, 11 episodes. I'm not happy about this at all. When are we going to even finish this adaptation of Demon Slayer? Like, it looks like they're really going to try and drag it through unless there's a major drop in people being interested, which I don't see that happening at all. Demon Slayer is yet again seeming to be on pace to being at the very least top two, if not one, highest-selling manga of 2021, and it ended last year. It ended last year, and it's still up there, and it's only being competed with by Jujutsu Kaisen that is ongoing right now and at the height of its popularity. Popularity thus far i don't understand i i get it money but this is not the wave man milking us anime fans to keep on going like at this rate you think about it and it took them two years to get to this we had demon slayer season one in 2019 now season two in 2021 season three will be 2023 yeah <laughs> if anything i was hoping that they would have done a lot more so that we can get this adaptation done and move forward but Hey, they know what they're doing financially, I guess, so who am I to say financial-wise? But as far as for the fans, that's not the wave, and I feel like they're taking advantage of the fact that people really love this stuff, especially over there in Japan. This is a, a craze, a phenomenon, so they're they're not gonna stop and, yeah, expect, I don't even know, maybe 2025 it'll all be over, which is insane because the manga ended in 2020. But at the rate they're going, Demon Slayer won't be over, the, the story won't be all fully adapted until, like, 2025, which is disgustingly bad in terms of like they're they're milking it what why like yeah well you photo bull they've been having some tax issues as well I can kind of see they're gonna gonna go the long haul for this so expect a long wait for each season and to get it all over with next up this was really really weird and I'm still kind of shocked as to what the hell happened here because apparently worlds and harem's anime has been pushed back to next year and the pushback the delay happened just 24 hours Till the anime's debut or the second episode. We're gonna take a look because I remember hearing people saying that they already had seen the first episode. So I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but... This sounds really bad, and I have an idea what the hell happened, but yeah. According to this, it says, World's End Harem Anime delayed to January 2022. The official website for the World's End Harem Anime announced today that the series, originally scheduled to premiere on October 8th, will now air in January 2022. While the production committee did confirm that the first episode aired on TV in Japan as a special advanced broadcast, okay, so I was right, the streaming version of the episode will not air until January. I'll be honest with you, my opinion My theory, my hypothesis as to what the heck happened here. I'm willing to bet because everything I've heard about Worlds End Harem was that it was damn near borderline hentai. And if that's the case, probably advertisers got pissed off. Somebody got upset somewhere around things because, like, people think that censorship and cancel culture is not like you know anime is not subject to it and it's starting to be the case like a lot of things are getting censored it's little by little you can see it happening and I wouldn't be surprised if after the first episode aired on TV over there as an advanced broadcast maybe whether it be the soccer moms over there in Japan or a committee over there somebody got upset and they realized holy cow we got to go back to the drawing board because probably there's episodes after that maybe the second and beyond that are even worse in terms of showing you know graphic nudity and all sorts of stuff and they probably can't have that that's my guess that's my assumption because why would you just before the big debut like literally a day before all of a sudden say oh no um we're pushing it back to january like unless somebody accidentally deleted every freaking episode off a hard drive which that's a possibility too i've heard something like that happen with a disney film or something like that like if that's the case then all right, yeah, that that that's a a bad move, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's something to do with censorship and there's too much nudity with that series, and advertisers are like, we don't want to put you know our products next to. But again, that's just my theory. Either way, World's End Harem, which I was gonna check it out, you won't be able to see it until next year. Okay, people. Next up, we got unfortunate news, another passing. It just seems like every show i gotta bring you guys' attention to something like this and i do it because at the end of the day these are important figures and they deserve to get that respect to be able to say like yo they did this before they left this world you know what i'm saying they they were somebody they made an impact in this culture that we love Well, apparently, the Dragon Quest composer, which I want to say he's been a long time composer for the series. I'm not sure if he's done every Dragon Quest or anything like that, but I know he's been there significantly um long and apparently he passed away recently let's read Dragon Quest composer Koichi Sugiyama has passed away Dragon Quest composer Koichi Sugiyama passed away on September 30th Square Enix has confirmed he was 90 years old and the cause of death was septic shock That's a long life at 90 so that's really really dope that he lived you know and he had a fruitful life Uh, Sugiyama's work on the massively popular JRPG series is immense he composed more than 500 songs for the franchise with his final contribution being for the upcoming Dragon Quest given his involvement with Dragon Quest Sugiyama was seen as an inspiration for many musicians in the video game arena but his background was originally in creating music for TV shows and movies he was named a person of cultural merit by the Japanese government in 2020 the composer became something of a controversial character in his later years due to his political activism he was involved with the promotion of japanese nationalism and questioned the validity of reports of japanese war crimes during world war ii we would like to express our deepest respect and gratitude for Kuichi sugiyama's achievements during his lifetime a statement from square enix reads the funeral and farewell ceremony was held only by relatives and close relatives please refrain from condolences incense offerings flowers etc due to the wishes of the bereaved family they're probably really going through it we are planning to hold a farewell party with everyone at a later date but the schedule etc are undecided thank you for your understanding and then the creator of dragon quest yuji hori had this to say about the news i'm really sorry to hear mr Sugiyama's sudden obituary 35 years after making dragon quest professor Sugiyama has brought the life of music to the world the teacher wrote a lot of really wonderful songs dragon quest will continue to be with the teacher's music the teacher would stay alive in the hearts of our users. Sugiyama Sensei, thank you very much. Akira Toriyama, in case you don't know, Akira Toriyama, the creator of the Dragon Ball series, Dr. Slump, you know, legendary. He actually was the character designer for Dragon Quest for a very long time. I think nearly the entirety of it, most of the character designs are from Toriyama. He had this to say, I was surprised to hear the obituary of Dr. Sugiyama from the impression I had when I met just a few years ago in a good way. I thought of it as a witch with eternal life. The image of Dragon Quest is Mr. Sugiyama, who has loved games, since that time it was determined by a number of wonderful and impressive masterpieces it is no exaggeration to say that it was a great honor to work with you for a long time we pray for the souls from the bottom of my heart RIP to this man condolences to his family definitely sounds like they're going through it thank you for everything in the Dragon Quest world you know that's one hell of a life to say the least so again rest in peace okay people next up we got a couple of pieces of chainsaw man news for starters we got some comments from the author of chainsaw man tatsuki fujimoto and one of his latest works he had some author comments that gave us a little more insight into him so i wanted to read it and take a look it says tatsuki fujimoto's end comment in 17 through 21 that's the name of his latest work 17 through 21 i enrolled in an art college in yamagata when i was 17 years old it was shortly after the great east japan earthquake and i'm sure everyone was wondering if i could Keep painting. I didn't see the point in continuing to paint, so I went to Ishinomaki to volunteer as a reconstruction aide, hoping to be of some assistance. On the bus on the way there, many art students and students from the physical education college were thinking the same things as me. When I first arrived in Ishinomaki, I worked to remove soil from a residential area's gutters. We spent the entire day filling bags and carrying them to the truck, but we couldn't get all of the soil out of the gutters. We felt helpless that we couldn't do anything at all, even though there were about 30 of us working all day and we were all depressed on the bus ride home one of the students from the physical education college who was working with us said there was no point in us coming after that I returned once more to assist with the reconstruction but I never returned again I was doing oil painting which cost a lot of money so I had to draw manga to pay for it since I was 17 I've been haunted by the sense of helplessness also every time there were a few non sad incidents I became more convinced that what I was doing was pointless I recently decided it was time to let my feelings out so I created a manga called Look back. It's a strange thing to draw, but I feel like I've sorted out my feelings a little bit. When I look back at this short story, I remember not only drawing in a state of helplessness but also drawing while being very hungry and practicing drawing with my friends all the time. It brought back so many pleasant memories that I wondered why I was only remembering dark things, and now I feel grateful that I had the opportunity to have this collection of short stories as well as Look Back compiled. I'm telling you this because I was opposed to publishing a collection of short stories. The reason for this is that writing the cover and these comments was a pain in the ass. But now I'm glad they did. Love Toski Fujimoto fam. <laughs> his personality is a trip. And uh, yeah, he went through some stuff too. It's always interesting. You know, we just covered in the last episode um, some comments from the creator of Black Clover, Yuhita Mata. And how he went through some stuff as a child. Lo- losing his father. Not knowing his father like that. And then now, you know, hearing this from Toski Fujimoto. You know people go through real things in real life, you know, you see the glitz and glamour like, oh, he's creating chainsaw man Huge anime manga selling millions of copies. You don't know the struggle before all of that You know him digging soil and, and drawing while starving and shit like that like people go through stuff So big shout out Tatsuki Fujimoto one of my favorite authors not just I'm a fan of chainsaw man I'm a, I'm a fan of him as a writer and an artist because man is amazing so big shout outs to him and while we're on the topic of fujimoto sensei he took a big w with his chainsaw man manga it says Tatsuki fujimoto's chainsaw man manga wins best manga at harvey awards the harvey awards which honors outstanding work in comics and sequential art awarded Tatsuki fujimoto's chainsaw man with the best manga award on friday fujimoto provided a statement for the award ceremony stating thank you for the insanely awesome award it's the best award of any awards that exist in america i consider this crude manga of mine unbefitting of any award but i plan to continue packing it full of all the things that i love if you ever happen to be handing out awards again hit me up thank you very much <laughs> and his manga competed against some big dogs it competed against a naoki urasawa work asadora keito gaku's boys run the riot junji ito's remina and tatsuya and those Spy X family do you know the competition there anything Naoki Urasawa puts out is some insanely you know regarded stuff so you beat a Naoki Urasawa work you beat a Spy X Family one of the highest selling manga right now you beat a Junji Ito work I'm not really familiar with Keito Gakus but another author in the arena that you beat oh my god give this man give this man an award well they did actually hey (laughs) big big shout outs yet again to Tatsuki Fujimoto and moving into our next story because apparently Rumiko Takahashi. Author of Inuyasha. She also had a ton of other works before that. My Koku, Rodma One Half. I think right now her latest manga is Mao, if I'm not mistaken. Like she's had works for days. The organizers of the event inducted manga creator Romiko Takahashi as one of five new members for their Hall of Fame this year, alongside Bernie Wrightson, Jeffrey Catherine Jones, Barry Windsor Smith, and Michael Kaluta. Takahashi also provided a statement about the award. Thank Thank you so much for this wonderful award i am so honored the american readers have enjoyed my work through the medium of manga i am so happy i am able to communicate with all of you the world is in hardship due to the virus but i hope my manga can provide some support big big shout outs there really really dope stuff because rumiko takahashi she's there's a certain class of mangaka right like different from what you know tasuke Fujimoto. he's been doing his thing for a little bit now but rumiko takahashi is something totally different i put her in a class of like even hiromashima as much hate you have for him because of fairy tale whatever move aside that stuff these people have been doing this for so freaking long but Romiko she's probably the most consistent for the most longest run like there's only a few that i've had series upon series hit after hit and is still going she's been doing this since like the 70s and she's still moving like big shout outs to Rumiko Takahashi She she's had a lot of sauce too I've seen pictures of her back in the day and she's with like a death jam sweater and shit like shout outs to Romiko Takahashi okay people next up we got the top 10 selling series of the week for manga we got One Piece rounding off at number 10 with 71,000 blue period at number 9 with 76,000 moving on up a little bit we got My Hero Academic. Demia with ninety-two thousand, Jujutsu Kaisen hundred and forty thousand, Ooh, just barely being bested. It would have been number five if it wasn't for Toilet Bound Hanako-kun going at 141. So just like about 1,000. Like 1.1 more. So shout outs to Toilet Bound. Uh, Then we got Black Butler there. Wow, Black Butler still selling numbers. 200,000. Kimetsu no Yaiba, 346. And that's only going to go up. We just had season two start. I can imagine within the next few weeks, the volume sales are going to start coming up again. March comes in like a lion, 359. And number one, Tokyo Revengers with 638000 this week yet again. The anime ended a couple of weeks ago now and it's still going strong, 638,000. I'm looking forward to seeing what these numbers are like in two months. Like, is it still going to be going crazy like this? Like, this is pretty freaking big, but shout outs to all 10 of these. I'm familiar with all of them, except number eight, Disney Twisted Wonderland, the comic episode of Heart Slob You. I I have no idea what that is. And it's from Square Enix, so it sounds about right to be that title and all that. Next up, some great freaking news because when Jump Festa was announced, they announced a few of the stages, and the, well, the super stages, and uh, I don't know what's the difference between like a regular stage and a super stage. Maybe the super stage like is, cause you know, it's a physical thing in person as well. Maybe it's like a bigger, grander stage, like more stuff all around, you know, maybe more monitors showcasing things. Maybe that's what it is. And maybe like they're supposed to be bigger news, but either way, they didn't announce Black Clover and a few other series. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, how can you not considering Black Clover has a movie in the works like how how are you ignoring it but according to this Jump Festa 2022 has now revealed new stages for more series One of which being the first one they announced. Black Clover! Yes, people! Oh, God, please give us, even if it's a 15-second teaser of what this film is going to look like, what it's going to be about. Come on, man! It's been since March. We've had anything Black Clover anime-related. I'm ready, okay? I'm ready! Word of SpongeBob. Then we also got a stage for Undead Unluck. That's pretty dope. I'm imagining this could be where the anime is going to be announced. So I'm interested to see what that's like. We got Marshall as well. That could very well also be where Marshall's anime is announced. Because they came out around like the same time. And they have roughly, I think... No, I'm lying. I think Undead Unluck has, like, about maybe 10 more chapters or something. Or maybe I'm totally off. They're, they're like, really, really close, though. And, uh, yeah, I could see both of them getting their anime announced at this stage. We got Ayakashi Triangle. He also did the Two Love Rule series. We got Haikyuu there. Maybe another season is going to be announced. I think it needs one more season to kind of adapt all of the material if I'm not mistaken and then another One Piece panel One Piece is Knowledge King so that's probably just something for the people over there at the actual festival so they could like take a quiz or something like that but the ones that I'm looking forward to the most to be honest with you is definitely Black Clover Undead of Luck and Marshall like Haikyuu I hope that you guys get your final season but I really want to see more about the Black Clover movie and you never know, maybe the anime returning a man can wish, right, ma'am? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Undead unlucky and Marshall, I'm expecting anime announcements if I'm wrong I'm wrong but they're both at the point where yeah you could get the anime announced and then premiere them around like summertime or something like that we'll see though because you never freaking know but yeah either way I'm glad Black Clover is there. I know I'm, I'm like putting it above all the other ones but I was so bummed that there was no Black Clover stage because I really felt like god damn jump you know th- there's a movie still you know don't freaking completely throw in the towel on our boy just yeah you know what I'm saying and I want this movie to do very well I want this to be successful so maybe we can get the anime return a lot sooner than a decade after like what studio Pierrot did with bleach you know what i'm saying i want this movie to do well so i'm glad that we got the stage and hopefully we get a big black clover movie trailer i want to see what the hoopla is going to be about and yeah i'm going to stand the living crap out of it as long as it's good if it's bad i ain't gonna lie we're we gonna go in as well like just keeping it real i'm very honest with it so we'll see but black clover stage undead Unluck stage marshall stage a whole bunch of others let's go jump Fest 2022 Can't freaking wait. Well, fans of Wit Studio anime like Attack on Titan's first three seasons, Vinland Saga, they've done some really, really highly regarded stuff. It looks like they're not doing very well. There's a a couple of things that I'm looking at it like, well, you've had some big projects, but then you also lost some big projects as well. And could this be the aftermath of that? Or was they already losing money at this point? Because according to this, it says Wit Studio reports a loss of 501 million yen. $4.5 million during the last fiscal year. The titles Wit is currently working on don't scream moneymakers either. The girl on the other side, Grim moonrise vampire in the garden osama ranking and yeah it's a shame because they're a really great studio and then it says even here Wit Studio studios reportedly 886 million yen in debt and ig port to step in and managing the studio the former studio that produced such hits as the first three seasons of attack on titan and the ancient mag is bride is apparently not doing well financially according to a report from japanese industry focused website Gombies. according to the report which studio had decline in revenue over the last fiscal year from June 2020 to May 31st 2021 losing 501 million yen this has reportedly sparked worries in the parent company IG who have taken it upon themselves to start manage the studio from a business perspective the report states that overall sales for WIT declined to 1.2 billion yen 11 million dollars down 40.3% from last year with a reoccurring loss of 486 million yen again 4 million dollars at a bottom line loss of 4.4 million dollars, and this is a stark contrast to a year before, where the studio only lost 173 million 1.5 million dollars. The studio is reported to have widened its deficit to. 7.7 million dollars ouch due to these issues ig port is said to have stepped in when, when did they when were they called ig port when Were they just called production ig okay a very uncommon move for the parent company who usually leaves its subsidiary studios alone and implemented a subsidiary management project the parent company will be working with the administration of Wit studio to try and implement measures to return the studio to profitability and decrease its deficits and excess liabilities with studio only released the great pretender on netflix during this time and was halfway through broadcast of vivi fluoride eyes song they did a great job on that one that one looked gorgeous though it is not known if any of the past works that would studio had in hand in or in any future works that are currently in production contributed to the loss and i'll be honest with you it's weird like i would really have to sit down to have a really concrete theory as to what the heck happened here because why would they lose or give up attack on titan when you know it's supposed to be a a moneymaker right so attack on titan gone villain saga they gave it up right so and another company is working on it and they're gone from that why would you give up those things if they were money makers maybe they were even losing money on those as well like don't think just because something is very big and the manga sells very well that the anime production companies are profiting off of it it could have been that they were taking losses and that's why they got rid of them and maybe they got some smaller ips that they're probably going to get better splits because like hey you're studio if you could blow my stuff up you know it'll be great we'll, we'll split the profits 50 50 opposed to attack on titan by season four they probably were told like you know kodansha's like hey You know, we do attend like depending on how the financial structure is over there to begin with, because, again, if you know you're you're doing bad, right, why would you get rid of these properties unless they were also contributing to y'all losing money or you just couldn't financially support making those series anymore? So definitely some interesting stuff there. Very unfortunate stuff at that of Wit Studio, they're doing very bad. They're in the hole, almost eight million dollars, and last year alone they lost four point five. I'm not sure what the answer would be, but I'm glad Production IG is coming in to save them because, yeah, that's not good. And Studio Wit is one of the powerhouses and very, very talented staff work at Studio Wit. It would be a shame to lose them. Not to mention if they were a part of VV or they were creating VV, that shit looked gorgeous. But yeah, best wishes to Wit Studio. I hope they can get it together. I don't I don't want to see them go, you know what I'm saying? Moving forward, so just wanted to recap real quickly in case you missed it a few days ago now. I had talked about the latest announced Dragon Ball films trailer, a new trailer recently came out and uh yeah, the movie it's coming out in 2022, which I'm guessing probably summer or fall of 2022 at the earliest but based on the trailer it's a full CGI Dragon Ball film and I've noticed that the fandom is split because there's actually a lot of people that are supporting this and actually think that it looks dope then there's another side of things of people that they don't particularly care for the CGI I'm on the side of I don't care for the CGI and I would hate for this to actually be successful and take out the 2D animations future because that's really where a lot of these anime studios want to go they want to go the more cheaper route of making CG 3D CG a thing and I would hate for that to happen like don't get me wrong I don't want a Dragon Ball product ever to fail like I I don't want any anime to fail let's be clear about that I never want to root for something's downfall and if I do it's in a joking manner but I never really want to see because people lose their jobs behind this stuff that's not what I'm saying when I say I I don't want to see this win but in terms of the after effects of this wins right here there's a high probability that when the Dragon Ball Super anime returns it's going to return in CG 3D because CGI is an investment you know spend all the money now to make all of the character models like they could even make all the way up to the latest arc ranola's character designs in 3d and then for years to come they don't got to worry about making new character models or anything like that they just could use the character models and then just maneuver them around it's way cheaper way more easier and efficient but doesn't look like like how we go from dragon ball super broly arguably one of the best looks the dragon ball franchise has had in several years to that and that was my big gripe but I do see the point of some people saying that hey it's a lot better we've come a long way from the days of that well x-arm even though that's more recent of a title but like you know stuff looking like x-arm when cg was that bad commonly it's not as bad as anything like that but i'm gonna be a 2d fanboy all day when it comes to animation and yeah i don't want to see my favorite style go away because it's cheaper to make this crap no okay people next up Yashahime princess half demon just made a major splash in case you don't know Yashahime princess the sequel spin-off anime to the inuyasha series is you know and it's about like the kids and whatnot season two just recently debut and it did a massive debut because with its premiere episode it did a 3.9 rating outdoing one piece which a lot of people get offended when i say that i mean that in terms of like one piece is a bar for me okay one piece is a standard for me if you can outdo that you've done something incredible because one piece is incredible its placement 20 something years later is incredible so never take it as if i'm trying to slight one piece i'm trying to show like yo this series if it's competing in 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 the realm of a god like one piece it's doing great and i feel like i always have to explain that but people always take these things the wrong way like why are you shitting on one Piece? i'm not i'm not one piece i love one piece i'm so happy of one piece still doing great it's just that this is very very impressive especially for a series that i didn't expect for it to do anything close to this like i knew inuyasha was popular and stuff like that but to see yashihime doing almost 4.0 pretty much 0.4 more than one piece that is very very impressive especially for a season 2 debut I'm curious to see what the ratings are going to be like moving forward if it's going to continue in that vein or How's it gonna go? But shout-outs to Yashime Princess Have Demon. Definitely has a big fan base over there in Japan. Okay, people, next up, big news for One Piece. Very, very big stuff that, you know, not many series will be able to say they've reached this type of plateau, where apparently there's a statue of Robin. Uh, One Piece resident archaeologist Nico Robin gets statue at Kumamoto Earthquake Museum. The little village town of Minamiyaso in Kumamoto has now got its own permanent straw hat resident. Today, the latest One Piece statue was unveiled at the former site of the Tokai University Aso campus, which was heavily damaged in the Kumamoto earthquake in 2016. The campus has been renovated as the Kumamoto Earthquake Museum, making it a worthy home to the archaeologists of the Straw Hat crew, Nico Robin, the new museum, was built to help pass on the history, lessons, and warnings about earthquakes in the region and beyond. In 2016, the southern Japanese prefecture of Kumamoto was hit by a 7.0 magnitude earthquake, decimating the local towns and cities, killing 50 people. Eiichiro Oda, creator of One Piece and a Kumamoto City native, donated 800 million yen, about $7.5 million. Wow. Wow, I did not know Oda did something like that. You donated almost $8 million. Wow, legendary man, bro. To recovery efforts, 500 million in Luffy's name. uh, Or 500 million yen, you know, $4.7 million in Luffy's name. And 300 million yen, $2.8 million in his own. So, yo, just hold on. No, 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 no. Hey, Chido Oda, living legend legend breathing right now like yo mangaka donating almost 8 million dollars because his native hometown was destroyed like hold on I like to look at it from an objective standpoint of let's just say this was a combination of Shueisha helping out as well I'm betting if that is the case because some people will say like yo it probably wasn't only Oda's money or whatever I'm betting that that 2.8 million was definitely under his name because it said 4 point something under Luffy's name and 2.8 under his name probably the 4 point something was under if that's the case uh, Shueisha's name or Shueisha was the one that put that money up and Oda still 3 million dollars either way you, you giving millions of mangaka when when y'all get pennies off the dollar shit. I know he's a very legendary and, and very accomplished author, but still to be donating that type of money. Legend, Very much so, respect to Eichiro Oda. That is really, really dope. Okay, people, next up, just a little bit of My Hero Academia news. Small, but I thought it was pretty cool. My Hero Academia will be getting the cover in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 46. But it's a little interesting because, meanwhile, me and Roboco will be getting the lead color page in that same issue. And normally, they give the cover and color page to the same series. Like, that's normally the case. Like, if One Piece has the cover, it also gets the lead color page. Lately, they've been changing that, though. And it says, for those confused, this is a similar situation to what happened in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 49 during 2020, in which the cover went to Black Clover, and the lead color page went to Chainsaw Man. So, seems like As of late, especially the last few years, Shonen Jump, Shueisha in general, the manga and anime industry, have become a little less um, conventional as they've been in the past. Like, now they're actually doing things a little bit well. Just because it has the cover doesn't mean the other series, you know what I'm saying? So, either way, still really dope stuff that My Hero was getting the cover. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think the latest cover was of One Piece, and it looked really badass. Ranger Reject fans. There was a few people that was hitting me up about this one because I reported a few months ago now i want to say that ranger reject was going to be going on hiatus from the author and yeah apparently it's returning it says ranger reject will resume in issue 47 of weekly shonen magazine on the 20th of october i've heard some interesting things about this one that it's like a reverse power rangers type of series in a way but in a good way not power rangers like the corny way you think of it in your childhood so i actually want to check it out i'm gonna probably give it at the very least the first chapter a go see if i like it whatever but yeah for ranger reject fans a few of you out there there's um, a return coming in which I know a lot of people were bummed about it there you go and just something quickly I wanted to throw in this segment just a colored cover page for the first anniversary of Akira Amano aka the author of Katekyo Hitman Reborn's latest series Ron Kamonohashi which I want to say is like Detective Ron or something like that uh, it's commemorating its first anniversary in Shonen Jump Plus's app and this is a colored page and that's crazy how time flies like I remember reporting on oh it's about to come out and it's already been a year since Akira Amano's latest series is out and yeah, I always appreciate her art, especially her faces like like right there. That looks straight up like Suna, Sunayoshisawada from Kotekio Hitman Reborn and then the other character looks like Mukuro in a way, so Yeah, just dope stuff there. I really got to get back into it. I I think I read chapter one, if I'm not mistaken, and it was kind of interesting. I want to get back, though, and see what Akira Mano has been doing all this time. Okay, people, I come bearing bad news for Fire Force fans. Y'all know for quite some time it's been said that it's in its last leg, so to speak. Fire Force, I, I reported that probably over a year ago now, that Fire Force was... The author was trying to end it sooner rather than later. Well, according to this, it says, Fire Force by Atsushi Okubo is entering its final arc in the upcoming weekly Shonen Magazine issue 46 next week. And the series has been in its final phase for a while now. So it's entering its final arc. So just imagine like the fourth great shinobi war being like the final like phase, so to speak. And then like the last, the Kaguya stuff being the final arc so to speak so that's probably what it is i'm guessing it might make it out of 2021 it absolutely more than likely won't make it out of 2022 if i'm wrong i'm wrong but probably enjoy fire force now a year from now it probably be gone already maybe i'm wrong on that i don't know but either way big ups to fire force and it's crazy because I remember reading as well that uh, Atsushi Okubo said after Fire Force I'm done I don't want to do manga no more this will be a good time though to get back into the Fire Force anime because I'm imagining they're probably going to do a season three at some point and yeah I want to see how this all turns out because I really enjoyed what I saw of season one I think I was like a few episodes shy of finishing the first season but Fire Force fans final arc okay next up something I wanted to report on because I was really excited about it I'm not getting paid by any company viz or anything like that viz you you should cut the check I'm just saying I Y'all know what's up. Anyway, (laughs) a big announcement came over the weekend at New York Comic Con for like a bunch of different stuff that Viz got, and one of which being, and a few which being, we're gonna talk about a lot of them. But uh, the new series of Naruto novels, in which Naruto's allies and enemy take center stage, and a fast-paced adventure begins, releasing summer twenty twenty-two with Naruto Kakashi story, the Six Hokage, and the failed prince and I ain't gonna lie I'm excited to read all of them I think these are the novels where uh, especially the one with Sakura and Sasuke on it I want to say that's the one where Naruto's like dying of an illness and they got to figure out how to get him back on track and how to fix him so to speak how to get him well again I've been excited to read these novels for a while even though I'm terrible at reading novels I take forever to get through them these ones in particular have caught my interest because like this is big stuff you know sick Naruto and Sasuke and Sakura being on a mission together and then the other one with I don't know why Naruto and Orochimaru together so that's kind of interesting to find out but yeah so Viz got the Naruto novels you'll be able to pick them up starting summer 2022 and then they also got the Death Note one shot which i want to say it's also a bunch of short stories in there as well it says Kira's story is over but the Death Note is not this imaginative complete collection of short stories by the series creators explores the impact and influence of the legendary Death Note releasing summer 2022 so i'm wondering is it just going to be the one shot or is it going to be more than that is it going to be because i know there was some unreleased stuff like like the very first one shot that they had that you know wasn't actually connected to death note like are they gonna republish that or is it new stuff including with that one shot either way the cover looks awesome and i absolutely have to have this i bought I, i've owned death note for i don't even know like over 10 years now i remember it was like some dude was selling it on craigslist for like 15 every volume and i was like i think i will <laughs> and now i gotta add this to my collection there's also got the promised neverland art book world a beautiful and haunting gaze into one of today's most popular shonen series again releasing summer 2022 i might buy for my niece my niece really likes collecting promise neverland manga i'm kind of a little sour too well let me not take it out on the manga the manga was dope it was the anime's fault yeah yeah Y'all yeah, remember it was like a year ago i started reporting on this rooster manga about a superhero rooster well they got that a rooster fighter giant demonic monsters wreak havoc and level japanese cities while the citizens flee in terror is up to one brave rooster to stand his ground <laughs> I actually really want to get into this one Like I remember reading a little bit of the first chapter And being like this is crazy Who thought of this And I think like it's been pretty successful To the point where it's being extended further Than what they originally thought So yeah rooster hero Deku as a rooster let's go No, no, All Might as a Rooster. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, people, Viz got some pretty good stuff. Oh, they also got the Yashihime manga, which is kind of crazy because they just started serializing that. But apparently, that's coming in summer 2022. The hit anime series returns in manga form. The daughters of Inuyasha and Sashomaru set out on a journey transcending time in Yashihime Princess half Demon Volume 1. I'm imagining they probably already have a good chunk of chapters already, like written out or something, because again, they just announced this. And how is it already coming over here? where plenty of other stuff. They take 100 years to bring it over here but it's probably also a high seller and stuff so there's that as well either way uh yashihime manga if you collect the inuyasha manga this might be something you want to add to your collection and yeah that's pretty much almost everything biz got i think they got like a digital version of witch watch if you're interested but biz cut the check Next up, we got the Shonen Jump author comment. Starting off, we got Eiichiro Oda, creator of One Piece. The season for Odin is upon us. Gonna buy a ton of beef tendon from a restaurant supplier and simmer it up. Why you gotta do this to us, Oda? Really? The season of Odin? Like, I know Odin is a food, like... Let's boil it up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got Hajime Komodo, author of Marshall. The McDonald's teriyaki burger has lettuce in it, so it's healthy. Okay, we're going to go with that logic. There's a little strand of lettuce in this big chocolate cake. It must be the healthiest thing in the world. Ha, huh? Hajime Komodo. <laughs> Yo, he clown and so on. Uh, Boichi, the artist of Dr. Stone. There's other side stories besides Byakuya's that I like to draw, like Francis's cooking story. Okay, or, or Frank Frank. Frank I-, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Kohe Horikoshi, My Hero Academia. I'm so glad we got to make Season 5 and the movie. Now Season 6. I'm looking forward to Mirko. And I'm sure there's a movie along the way as well. And I am very excited for Mirko. Okay, but please, for the love of God. Because there's going to be heroes surrounding it. I'm a little bit more confident that they're not going to botch Season 6. Because Season 6 is, till this point, still the best arc of all of My Hero. Like, My Villain Academia was number 2. This is supposed to be number 1 please please studio bones <laughs> don't ruin it but yeah shout out to Koshi, living out his dreams man we got yuki Tabacho, ultra black clover i went to sleep with moderna arm and my daughter climbed on top of me and made me cry out loving moments fam like yeah right after i press end on this video my daughter's gonna bust in the door. like y'all yeah, know how that outro my outro is that's literally real life like that's what happens when i press off on this camera is daddy are you done boom <laughs> we got. Yuto Suzuki, author of Sakamoto Days. I have stink bugs entering my house. It's mysterious because I can't find any openings they could be using to sneak in. Yes, I'm so ready. That's one of the only positives of like cold weather like bugs start to go away like please bugs leave me alone and lastly coming at the bottom again yuki kawaguchi author of the hunter's guild red hood bonkers is 23 poor is 25 miguel and nulo are 26 and mario is the oldest at 34 and yeah again not a good sign at all that red hood is ranked at the bottom it's probably gonna get canceled i hope to god they let it rock i hope to god it's a demon slayer case where they're like Okay, you know, the audience right now, they ain't gonna rock with it. Because again, Demon Slayer they weren't rocking with it for a while. Demon Slayer wasn't doing the greatest rankings-wise for a long time. And then look at it. So maybe, please give it the grace period. The West really likes it. Come on, Jump. Don't do this to Yuki Kawaguchi. I believe in you, fam. Get to the guild already, though. I'm just saying we're taking a little bit of a sweet time to get there. Considering, like, rankings aren't doing the most amazing. But yes, people, those are the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. Wanted to take a look at this. This is the character design reveal for Suguru Ghetto from the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie and I ain't gonna lie I like his design he looks definitely a a bit significantly different than how he looks in the Jujutsu Kaisen anime Jujutsu Kaisen Zero he looks a little bit like a little more lively honestly in in the face a little bit more of a vicious expression so to speak and uh yeah I really like his design I honestly like his design here more than the Jujutsu Kaisen actual anime it says Jujutsu Kaisen Zero anime Suguru Ghetto Key Visual the anime film is set for December 24th. In Japan, and I can't wait. I wish that it was simultaneously released because I want to watch this movie so bad. I love Jujutsu Kaisen, I stand Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> okay people big big news no it's not big news at all it's very disappointing hunter hunter unveils 10th anniversary visual action adventure anime series by madhouse aired 148 episodes between fall 2011 and summer 2014 and here's the visual and it's disappointing and when i got the notification for this i was devastated because i clicked on it like all i saw was hunter hunter in capital letters and when i saw it i was absolutely devastated like holy cow yo I mean, hey, it's a cool little image, but whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. the Hunter. Hunter. And lastly, people, something interesting to note. Apparently, Mushoku Tensei's latest season was delayed by a week, quote-unquote, due to animators competing. It says, Mushoku Tensei production was delayed one week because the animators were fighting about who gets to animate Shika. An animator shared this fun story on his Twitter account. Okay, if the animator shared it, I could see that actually being the case unless, like, the studio was like, yo, you better tweet this out. But maybe they were all, like, having a good time. Like, oh, I could do this, I could do this. And the studio was like, I don't know. Will they really, for them having a good time... I don't know maybe it could be like the directors were the ones arguing like no I'm gonna do this I'm the best at this so maybe that's the case I don't know but either way Mushoku Tensei is currently airing now I think the latest episode just dropped and yeah I need to get on it I'm like behind on that and one other series but yeah I'm gonna jump on them because they just started and yeah people those are all the stories we have for today's episode I'm very curious what you guys think the most interesting story the stories that catch your interest the stories that keep you coming back to Feneva News let me know but that's all I have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications. And if you want to follow any of my other social media, links are in the description below. I'm from the world. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga. For life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of... For Radio.